Right, oh, well, welcome back to the podcast. And um, Heels, as you know, more than better than anyone, we at the Kings had a, a, a bit of a plan to recruit a few country boys, didn't we, this year? Yeah, and and it's hard to remember which ones we recruited but from open age uh, right through 19, 17, 15, 13s, but they're starting to come out of the box now, Dom, aren't they? And we're, yeah. we've done pretty well, I reckon. Yeah, and, and we're proud Queensland country boys. And um, welcome, Ryan. Great to have oh, you on board, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Young, a young Townsville boy, yes. uh, plays for Norse in Townsville. Tell us a little bit about that. How long have you been playing for that club? So I'm 17 now. I started playing cricket when I was seven, but I was around cricket since I was born. My dad played for about 20 years before me at Norths. And I've just been around Norths for about since I was born, basically. Yeah. Awesome. And we spent a lot of time at, in our state carnivals up in Townsville. I, I went to Townsville a lot more than I did Cairns and Mackay, actually, Dom. What about you? Yeah, well, I actually lived in Townsville for three years. Um, I was just saying to Ryan before, Dad was the school principal at Townsville South in you know, behind Palmer Street, if you know where all the hotels are in Palmer Street in Townsville, you go back a few blocks, that's where we lived. And it was rough as hell in there. You know, we used to get into fights and all sorts of stuff there, but um, toughened us up. We never had, never wore shoes in those days. We used to run around bare feet. And um, most of the time we'd be getting chased down the road uh, between the corner store and home and uh, trying to get out of there in one piece. But Great, great place, Townsville. It's changed a lot, hasn't it? And, um, you know, that strand area, Brian, is a beautiful part of Townsville. Do you get yeah, there? Yeah, it is. It's very beautiful at the moment. Uh, short days, so the sunset's pretty big here now. People try and get down the strand a lot just to watch that sunrise. Oh, yeah. A lot of people running, walking, exercising around the strand. And do you get down there and, and sort of park up and look into the sunset with, with anyone in particular? Or? No, I don't do no. that. <laughs> mum and dad, mate. He's 17. <laughs> um, where do Norths play out of, Ryan? Uh, Endeavour Park, Murray Sporting Complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my first class cricket debut was there. We played the West Indies there. Uh, Queensland against the West Indies. So if you ever find, ask them to find a photo of that. It was um, 1986, probably. It's the best I've ever seen. A big high stands, scaffold stands they, they made around the ground. It was, it looked so good and it felt really good. So yeah, another special moment for me. Um, and you're probably, I believe you're a, a real talent in sport. Um, how, what other sports have, have you been involved in and what, what are your real passions? Well, my real passion is sport. I do play union and touch football in the cricket off-season. And then during cricket season, sometimes I play Oztag. It depends if we can get a team together, basically. And I've just sort of been around sport my whole life. Just really love it. Not much do, you, do you play um, in open men's comp yet? In Townsville? Yeah, I play seniors. I've played one game of the A-grade version up here, but I'm mainly playing reserve grade here. Okay. Have you heard of a big bash coming to Townsville? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've registered for that as well, yeah. Yeah, right. Eh? You've nominated to play, but yeah. there's a bit of a clash. Oh, no, it's only your first weekend is Brisbane's last weekend, though. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's it. 
and and if you have to um, if you have to miss hours to start yours, we'll, we'll we'll be able to work around that. I'm sure. It's okay. I I think I know a couple of people trying to buy the full franchises up here. So, and they're some of the, like good people at North. So I'll try and try and get into them and just work around each tournament basically. Yeah, yeah, very good, mate. Yeah. Now, Ryan, I believe you're a fairly tall, fast bowler. Is that right? Yeah, I'm six foot three at the moment, still growing. Yeah, good. Big feet. You, you, your mum and dad sick of buying new shoes for you? Yeah, I need new shoes in every concept at the moment, except for <laughs> except for spikes. But that's it. Yeah, you come and see us, mate, at the cricket centre, the Greg Chapel Cricket Centre, who who do a little bit um, for the Northern Kings. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm involved with them too, so we'll give you a good deal, mate. Um, tell tell mum and dad. Um, what about uh, the body of a fast bowler? You've got these growth spurts that have happened over time, I bet. Injuries, yeah. uh, have you had any biggies? I've had not real big ones, but I've had two minor ones. I've had my stabilizers in my back being worn out because I had terrible legs, my hamstrings. They were just over, they, my back was overworking for my legs. That was about a year ago, two years ago. And then about two years ago, when I was 13, 14, I had a shoulder injury. Just the fibers within there weren't strong enough, basically. And I just had to work through bowling and throwing at the same time, getting my muscle back. Pretty much the only two injuries I've had. Yeah, that's good. It's a, it'll be a constant uh, schedule of strength yeah. work and endurance work in all those important areas of your body but it can be done it, plenty yeah. uh, plenty of bowlers have got through you know you look at courtney walsh from the west indies he played 20 years for gloucestershire and at the same time he played for the west indies so he probably played uh, 10 or 12 or maybe more for the west indies but whenever he could he went back and played the english summer um, yeah, you know, Wazi Makram, Inram Khan, all the greatest fast bowlers got through a lot. Yeah, Richard Hadley. Yep, he played over there, didn't he? So, yeah, he Ryan, are you a what? What's your stock ball? Are you out swinger? Yeah, I'm an outswing bowler. And then when it, some, I have a bowling coach up here. He says whenever I sort of get it wrong, it's sort of in swings as well. So I can sort when I try, don't try to, but. I can sort of in swing in and out, so that's good. Yeah, try and get it wrong a few times and over, and you'll be right. Yeah. Um, but uh, and you know, with the draft or yeah, in the draft, were you watching the stream? And, uh, and how? What were you thinking if you were? I wasn't actually watching the stream. I was playing touch football at the time, but I did watch the 15s one to see if my brother got picked, which he didn't, but. Oh. Yeah, but straight yeah straight after the game, Dad sent me a text saying I got picked for the Northern Kings, and I just sort of hopped straight away onto Instagram and saw my name pop up on the stories there. I just I didn't really know what to feel because I didn't expect to be picked. I'm just a talented boy just putting myself out there, and I just yeah I just don't know how to feel. Basically, it's a different experience than what I'm used to in Townsville here. So yeah, it's awesome, mate. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. What do your friends think about it? They sort of only found out today that I was in it because I just had too much on to tell them about anything really. So they don't really know what to think. They know because some of them play the 
I put their name down for the Townsville one. They just didn't know the difference between the Brisbane one and the Townsville one, really. They just sort of, yeah, you put your name down for the Townsville one and got picked. So it's different. They have mixed emotions, basically. I'm madly trying to work with uh, Peter Bush who, to get the Townsville one going down to under 12. You know, yeah. it's, he's been excellent and very quickly copying what Cairns are doing with the senior yeah. men. But, you know, I, I said to him, Bushy, let's like get the under 12s and younger ages in and gee, the excitement will just flow through the place. So that won't be far away. All, yeah, of you, all, all ages. In yeah. And yeah. Ryan, how, how are you going to cope with travelling? You know, because you've really got three or four weekends potentially uh, to get your way down to Brizzy, um, to the big smoke for a couple of days. How are you thinking of managing that? Um, so I'll come down on the Saturday night, get a 10 o'clock flight out of Townsville or 8 o'clock either one. And then I'm staying with Ducko overnight just so I don't have to travel in at the 6 o'clock flight in the morning. And then I'll get to fly out either Sunday night or early Monday morning. Depends on where we play and the times that we finish. And that's pretty much how I'm travelling to and from games each, each weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, unreal, unreal commitment. And uh, so we, we better make it's up to us to make an enjoyable commitment for you, mate, yeah. and really get some cricketing development into you. Um, you couldn't have a better mentor than Mike Maynard, who you'll hear with us all call Ducko. Um, he, he was an incredible first grade bowler, premier cricket player, played for Queensland, uh, country product. Um, and what he doesn't know about bowling is not worth knowing, you know? Now, what he doesn't know much about is batting. What do you like? Oh, I'm not the best batter at the moment. When I was when I was younger, I used to be better, but I've sort of gone downhill in my batting and my bowling sort of gone uphill now. That's pretty much what's happened for me. Well, you know, Ducko, Ryan, when you see him next, his, the most exciting thing for Ducko when he used to bat was he'd walk out and he'd bat 10 or 11, and he'd spin the bat around in his hand. So, you know, he'd look over at us sitting on the bench and he'd, hey, watch this, boys, and he'd start spinning his bat around like Viv Richards or someone. Yeah. And he thought he was cool, you know, and um, and he used to have these funny little things he used to do. But as as Ian said, if you watch a video of Ducko, he's a great outswing bowler. So if you see anything on, I don't know if he's on YouTube or something, but you'd, you'd learn a lot watching him bowl because he had this awesome outswing bowl, uh, ball and just very consistent, you know, and had a really nice action. Like he, he almost, he was one of those classic actions, like you've probably seen Dennis Lilly and those sort of blokes yeah. who just had this perfect action. Ducko was like that, beautiful action. And um, as Ian said, yeah. you'll learn a lot from him and he's a pretty cool laid back sort of a bloke, Ducko. Yeah. So um, not many fast yeah. twitch fibres in his body, but um, okay. he, he's, a, he's a good fellow. So... You just keep keep working your way. As one of our other owners, Ryan, he, he was trying to be here with me and sitting in on this, but he's stuck in traffic. All right. <laughs> so I thought I'd better take that call. <laughs> um, what about what about how much you know? You, we we've talked about the commitment you're going to make to a Brisbane competition, Ryan. What what how how do you demonstrate that commitment? What have you got to do to 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 work? Uh, on your game in Townsville? Well, 
sort of me and my dad go down nearly every, nearly every second day, every third day to the nets, just down because we're just down the road from North. So I can yeah. literally walk down by myself, pick up a bucket of balls and just bowl whenever I want. That's basically what I have to do each week. Go to the gym, go create training that's starting up tomorrow for Norths. And then just keep working on myself, by myself, with mom, with dad, with uh, North's coaches. It's pretty much what I got to do to show my commitment to the sport and to the Northern Kings. Yeah, and so your bowling coach, for example, has given you a program of, you know, the right exercises and the right body parts to be exercising and strengthening? Uh, not He's sort of old school. He is um, very much on the bowling side. You... I still have to focus on myself with the strength side. I know I've searched, I used to have an older one that told me which ones to do, but I still do them. I sort of incorporate my own ones. It's sort of just a mix between the two, me feeding him information, him feeding me what to do on my technique, and then me just trying to get stronger in the areas that I need to, my core, my glutes, every my legs. Yeah. Yeah, and... 17, I'm guessing you're still at school. Yeah, I'm great. Is it year 12? Yeah, great. 12. 12. How do you find school? At the moment, it's a lot of like time being put into school because I got my last assignment due coming up in the next three to four weeks. So that's been taking a lot of time out of what I want to do, what I need to do for just outside of school. And then, yeah, then after the BPL's finished. I'll have to get ready for my mock exams and exams that I have up here. Pretty much what I'll have to do and then just keep studying. See what I want to do after school then. Well, that, that school flies, Ryan. You know, yeah. like, you know, everyone will say that to you, but you think back and, and all of a sudden you're, you, you get spat out at the end of grade 12 and you're in big, bad world then and it's like, some people want wish they could go back to school because it's easy. You got mum and dad, and you got your lunch being made for you. You got uniform there, ready to go, and and all of a sudden that's gone. So make the most of it while you can because uh, that that you know you're, you've only got a few months to go. So what do you want to do when you finish? What's your dream job if you can get, pick something up after you finish school there? At the moment, I'm leaning towards an electrician apprenticeship. But if I wasn't to do a trade, I'd lean down engineering through uni at JCU down the road. That's pretty much the two things I got my eyes set on. And maybe teaching as a backup option if I really need it. That's pretty much what I'm aiming to do at the moment. And stay yeah. in Townsville? Yeah, stay in Townsville at the moment. Yeah. But if an opportunity does come up to go down south, I probably will. So you know that you know the bloke that I just uh, took a phone call from? He used to be Bushy's boss, right? So Peter Bush's boss yeah. in electrical wholesaling, right? Yeah. So we've got very, very good connections in the electrical game. If you if you ever you know need to come to Brisbane and go that way, yeah. Um, can you can you do JCU from Brisbane? I think through COVID now, there's been like opportunities that you can do it externally. Not you don't have to be on site anymore. You can do it through like through Zoom at the moment, like what we are doing now. Yes, but I don't know if they'll change when all this whole COVID situation stops. So it's gonna be one to find out when when I'm older. 
Yeah, but there's no there's no campus in that, Brisbane. I, no, there's. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and very exciting, mate. Well, well planned. Yeah, and and it'll be, you know, there's it's actually uh, there's nothing better than leaving home at eighteen or whatever and moving to the big smoke because that's we, we all did it and it was probably a bit of a different era, but you'll have the best time of your life, you know, getting out of home and and moving to the big smoke. You'll you'll make you some so many great friends and experiences and. We were just thinking before, you know, Mitchell Johnson's a good Townsville boy, moved down to Brisbane, played for North, um, obviously went on to, to great things, you know, and um, you never know your luck in the big smoke, they say, and, you know, sure. uh, maybe that's an opportunity for you. It, this BPL will give you a good feel for that. You know, you'll get to meet a really good bunch of blokes from a broad range. You know, we've got players from all over Queensland all coming together for the first time who've never met each other, so... That's going to be great fun. I think you'll you'll really enjoy that. And we're only talking about it on Sunday heels at our golf day. You know, whether you're in under twelves or in the seniors, you'll be walking out on the field for the first time with some of these guys, and no one really knows what's going to happen. Do they? You know, like you don't really know what someone's going to bowl like or bat like until you see them on the field. So that's yeah. that's a pretty exciting proposition, I think. Oh, and and you know, how many friends are you going to have for life? Out of yeah. every club we play for, you know, that that's always a big part of what we should be trying to achieve. When we are in groups, let's make them work for us um, and uh, let's hope everyone does that at the Kings. Mm. Um, so Dominic Dominic normally asks some really delving personal questions <laughs> too, Ryan. So look out for these that he's going to throw at you. Right, Ryan, here's your first one. You probably haven't had a chance to think about this, but what... What's if you if you're only allowed to play one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? Do you think? <laughs> um, I'm not really the music type, so I'm just gonna go Taylor uh, Swift. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jimmy Barnes. Mm. Uh, I can't remember the name. There's one about the oh the gambler. Alright, yeah. alright. I grew up. I grew up around old school country music through my dad. So yeah, pretty much what I listen to when I get the chance. Yeah. Well, Danny O'Shea from Melbourne, who we interviewed last week, his favourite song was a Jimmy Barnes song. And it's funny. I think that that's a fair comment. You know, you you grow up listening to your parents' music. Yeah. And, and you end up, you know, that sort of sticks with you, doesn't it? And there's nothing wrong with that because we're we, we we're pretty cool. We got good. Good taste of music, I reckon. Oh, old fellas. <laughs> he is, he goes to the Gimpy Muster every year, and <laughs> and uh, so he's been infiltrated by a country, haven't you? <laughs> and, and you know the best thing about the BPL, it finishes on the twenty third of August for the for the senior comp, which gives me the following weekend the Gimpy Musters on the the last weekend of August. So I'm I'm there with bells on. I thought I was out this year, but I'll be uh, I'll be yeah. there for sure. You'll be toe tapping at the Gimpy Muster. Yeah, kicking up dust everywhere. It'll be good. <laughs> well, I reckon um, we might leave it there, Ryan. So, you know, we, we've taken up a bit of your time. You probably should be studying now. So, <laughs> probably should um, be, yeah. <laughs> uh, you probably told your mum and dad you're in. I'm going into study, so just leave me alone for a while. 
But um, it's been really good to meet you, mate. I think you're going to fit in well with our crew and uh, you've already made friends with Ducko and hopefully he's got a nice bed for you in his uh, house when you come down. And uh, we look forward to meeting you face to face and and seeing how you perform in a totally new environment. So good luck to you, mate, and and all the best in your prep over the next few weeks. Yeah. Thanks Thank very you. much, Ryan. Thank um, you. Well done on, on your first big interview. You know, this this will go all around the world. Yeah. So, uh, well done for Townsville, mate. Yeah. Thank you. Good on you, Ryan. Take care, mate. You too. See you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.